Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I am your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. You'll probably know me better through Instagram and my handle is at bestrong.coach. First of all, welcome back to another episode. I am super, super excited to have you all back again this week to go through some more topics. So big, big welcome back. And also those who are listening in the UK, can we just appreciate the change in weather at the moment? Because for the first time in a long time, I am recording this podcast in shorts, in a crop top, and I have not done that in a long, long, long time. So let's just appreciate that for a moment. Um, But I am super excited for this week's episode. I am going to be talking about self-doubt in relation to your emotional eating. So if you are somebody who maybe feels stuck when it comes to working on your emotional eating, maybe you doubt if you can change, maybe you um, are worried about embarking on that journey, there's that doubt and that fear that's holding you back, or maybe just you're somebody who doubts yourself in general, then this episode is going to be perfect for you as I'm going to be delving into this kind of mindset topic in a lot more detail. So do make sure to give it a listen. And then if you have any questions off the back of it, never hesitate to drop over to my Instagram and drop me any questions over there. But before we get on into all the juicy gossip and all the episode, I do want to go through this week's crystal because every week I bring a crystal along with me just to bring the energy for the episode and I think it's a really nice way to set the energy, set that tone and let it all flow. So this week I have brought along Pink 88. It's such a beautiful crystal. Um, I love this one. Like, I was drawn to it because of the kind of like the deep pink within it. So I absolutely love it for that vibe. Now the reason I've brought this with me today is it's very, very, very good for helping you balance your emotions Um, kind of emphasizing more emotional neutrality um, finding that balance there, which is exactly why I brought it along because it, it kind of fits perfectly with the topic for this week. It's also really, really good to activate the heart chakra um which is you know if when we can activate the heart chakra we're going to allow more love to enter and i also think that's another great reason to bring this crystal along as well this week because we do want to open up the heart allow more loving more abundance more freedom and take away that doubt and that kind of scarcity mindset so that's why i've brought this along with me today and without further ado let's get on into the episode now the first thing that i want to talk about to start with when it comes to experiencing doubt when it comes to your emotional eating, doubting, you know, starting your journey of working on it, and doubting if you're ever going to change, doubting your abilities to work on it, whatever it might be, I just want to say there will never be a perfect time and there will never be a right time to start your journey. Now, the reason I'm saying this is from my own emotional overeating journey, I remember putting off committing to the actual inner work and committing to the healing and the changing my beliefs and the action taking. I put that off 
because I doubted myself and I doubted like, oh, the time's not right. Like it's not perfect timing yet. Like I can't do it. And I kept putting it off. But I just want to say here, there will never be a perfect time. And the more that we wait and we wait and we hold off until that right time comes along, all that's going to happen is you're going to spend the rest of your life waiting and not actually changing. And that's not going to get you to where you want to be, you know, if you just sit around and wait and you let that doubt consume you and you're waiting for that perfect time, change will not occur. So sometimes the best thing to do is say to yourself, do you know what, there is never going to be a perfect time in my life, there's never going to be the right time to start, I just need to do it and take small consistent action towards where I want to be. And I'm, I'm saying this today because it's one thing that I wish I was told when I was experiencing that doubt because I did hold off quite a while and in that time my food relationship did get worse and I was in not a great place with food you know I was emotionally overeating very regularly feeling the guilt and the shame and then I was rigidly rigidly restricting um and it was this vicious kind of cycle that I was stuck in and it took over my life it led to regular food fixation you know consistently being critical towards myself and my body I was missing out on life, on memories. And that is because I didn't decide to act when I knew I needed to because I didn't feel like the time was right. And that's why things progressively got worse. So sometimes it is best just to go, do you know what? It's never gonna be the right time, I know that. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna commit now and I'm gonna do something about it and I'm gonna face that kind of doubt that, that's kind of cropping up for me. So that's the first thing I think can be really powerful. The next thing is accepting that doubt can happen. Now, I always say to the women that I work with is that having the expectation that you don't want any doubt is going to be unrealistic because, first of all, human, it's going to happen. But look at it this way. If you've emotionally eaten for a good portion of your life or frequently or you've noticed it for quite a while you're going to be used to that. And even if it doesn't make you happy, maybe it's not serving you, in a way, that is your safety blanket, that is your comfort zone, because you've become so used to doing it. So if I link it to my journey, I got into that cycle of emotional overeating, guilt and restrict, and then it kind of happened again. But it kept happening, because in a way, I got comfortable and used to that cycle. So I'd be like, oh, I'll, it just kept happening because that was what I was used to. So when you're then going to yourself, oh, I'm going to work through my emotional eating behaviours, I'm going to commit to this, your mind's like, no, 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 like, honey, we're used to this behaviour and you wanted to work against that, that's stepping me into unknown territory. And the moment you're going to be stepping into the unknown territory, working on something different, is a moment doubt's going to crop up. Why? Because you're not used to it. You know, if you're somebody who's been emotionally eating for a few years, you're not used to not emotionally eating. So when you're saying to yourself, oh, well, I'm going to work on, you know, managing this behavior, 
your mind's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm going to make you doubt yourself now because you're going to be stepping out of what we're used to. Does that make sense? So sometimes this is why the doubt can come up because we've gone from being in a place where even if you're obviously not happy with the emotional eat, it's not making you feel good, in a way you are comfortable within that behavior because you're used to it. And the moment you're stepping away from that behavior and wanting to work against it, the doubt can crop up because it requires you to step into unknown territory or in a way like take that safety net off if you emotionally eat because you don't want to acknowledge your feelings and identify them and you don't want to express them and therefore you're numbing them with food because it's easier to numb it with food than you know acknowledge it of course there's going to be doubt because you're now stepping into territory of having to acknowledge your emotion and it's going to make you doubt yourself because you're not used to doing that does that make sense? So I'm hoping this is kind of related. Maybe you can link that to a certain moment within your journey. But that's what I experienced for me. I was like, I'm so used to using food as like a coping mechanism. Like that is my safety net. That is my mechanism. That trying to like find other mechanisms seemed really fearful and scary. And it made me doubt it because I wasn't used to it. But that being said... Does that mean we should stay in our comfort zone and continue those behaviours that maybe aren't serving us? And the answer is probably not, but you have to check in with yourself. So we have two options in this moment. You either stay the same, stay stagnant, do what you're usually doing, keep doing that, or you challenge that doubt and you say, do you know what? I'm still going to change. I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to face that doubt and I'm still going to take action towards making a change. And that's where you have to ask yourself, what decision with those two options is most aligned to you and is going to get you to where you want to be? I'll use my journey as an example once again. So for me at this part of my journey, when I was like committing to making that change, I was like, right, what are my options? I either stay the same right now and I keep this vicious cycle going, which for me at the time was leading to me missing out on memories. Every day I was thinking about food. Um, It was a constant fixation, a very negative cycle. It messed up my mindset and my mental well-being and my body image, and it just wasn't serving me. Or I was like, I go for it and I try and I give it a go and I commit to my growth even if it is a little bit scary because I've not done it before I'm gonna give it a go and that is the option I went for and honestly the reason as to why I went for that option is I say this a lot but life is so freaking precious and there had been certain events within my own personal life that really made me realize that statement and really made me really make it like hold power over me of like wow like life is so precious and I don't know what is going to happen tomorrow like we don't know what is going to happen I'm not saying that from a place of scaring you of like being on edge every day I'm saying that from a place of like we can't write the future we don't know what's going to happen and maybe you've had like events in your life that really emphasizes that point for you the reason I'm saying this is for me, that was enough of a desire for me to change because I didn't want to spend the rest of my life 
being fixated on thoughts around food and my body and being stuck in this emotional overeating cycle because it was preventing me from living a fulfilled life. And I was like, do you know what? I don't want to look back and be like, I lived a really unfulfilled, unhappy life because of this cycle. I want to look back and be like, I lived a, a fulfilled, joyful, abundant life because I overcame that cycle and I created food freedom. Does that make sense? And maybe that is relating to you right now. Maybe you needed to hear that to give you that confirmation of shit, I need to work in this because I don't want to spend the rest of my life being fixated around thoughts around food. I actually want to live it because it is precious. And I was saying this with my uh, family, well, actually my dad the other day, and it was like, do you know what? We only get one shot at this thing that is live. We get one freaking shot and you've got to make it the freaking best. And if you're spending it just fixating on food, your body and being stuck in cycles that aren't serving you, it's committing to changing those and committing to making the most of life. So what I went on a bit of a tangent there is you've got to see what your options are. <clears throat> and the desire to change needs to be greater than the desire to stay the same. You're going to be used to your usual behaviours and your comfort zones and what you're used to. And that is what's going to pull you to stay there because you're used to them. But your desire to change has to be greater. For me, like it was my desire to change is greater because I want to make the most of my life and have food freedom and have life freedom as a byproduct of changing. So that desire was greater for me. So really making sure that your desire to change is greater and it has an attachment and it is powerful. And then the next step is going for it and committing to it and doing it and just saying, do you know what? I'm taking that leap of faith and I am gonna work on it and I'm gonna give it a go because I know I wanna change and I know what change is gonna bring me. It might bring you, you know, if we look at it from an emotional eating perspective, it's gonna bring you more happiness, more joy, more memories, more mindfulness around food, more enjoyment around food, more, you know, <clears throat> management of your emotions, which is gonna make your mental well-being better and your body image better. It's gonna bring you so much by working on that that it's saying, fuck it. I am taking this leap of faith because I know what is going to come as a byproduct of taking that action. I know where I'm going to get because of that. That's not saying that the emotional eating journey is going to be a breeze in the park because it isn't, you know, it requires you to work on limiting beliefs in a healing work, mindset work, taking consistent effort and action, but it's all worth it because of the journey and where you're going to get as a byproduct of that and the freedom that you're going to create. And that is what you have to ask yourself. What out of those options is going to get me to where I want to be? And I'm going to take that leap of faith. I really do hope that that's like connected with somebody today. And not only giving you that support with your self-doubt, but also that permission to let yourself take that leap of faith. And that permission to let yourself say, do you know what? Doubt might be here right now. And I don't mind because I know that I want to change. I know I want to change this behavior and that desire to do that is so much greater than that doubt and I'm going for it. And if you are listening to that and you're like, Becca, 
I'm ready to make that leap of faith, like, I'm feeling that connection, that pull, that buzz, that drive, that fire, like, I'm ready to do it, then I invite you into the Flourish and Free Academy. So the Flourish and Free Academy is my new online program, which is designed to help you heal years of emotional eating so you can step into food freedom, you can feel happy and you can freaking flourish. That is exactly why I've created this, to help you step into that freedom because life is precious and I want you to take away that vicious emotional eating cycle and for you to feel abundant and feel joy and feel free and live your life again. This is why I have created this program. And doors are now officially open to come jump on in. So if you're resonating to any of this episode and you are like, do you know what? I'm doubting myself, but I know there's not going to be a perfect time. And I want to, I want to jump in now. I want to make changes now. I want to commit to that. Then this is the thing that you need because through the Flourish and Free Academy, I am teaching you step by step what you need to do to work through your emotional eating, to remove that food fixation and to claim your food freedom. Every single step that you need, every bit of information that you need is on this program. So all you need to do is just jump in and commit to the work and you're going to see the change. So you can begin living a life of joy, freedom and abundance again and finally take back control and reclaim that freedom that you desire. So if you do want to jump on in or you want to learn a little bit more about the Flourish and Free Academy, click the link at the top of the show notes. You can learn a bit more about the Academy over there. You can also read some success stories as well and you can grab your space on the Academy as well. Doors will be closing soon. So if you are ready, take this as your sign to take your leap of faith now, jump on in and commit to your growth. Any further questions about the Academy, head over to my Instagram at bestrong.coach and drop them to me over there and I'll be more than happy to answer them. But on that note, I'll see you in the Academy if you do join. Let me know if you join on Instagram as well so I can freaking celebrate you and have the most magical, abundant and fabulous week.